0: Good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry. I am glad that you are here with me to celebrate an early morning edition of New Year's Eve. So let's do the countdown. Three, two, one. Woohoo! Woo-hoo! <laughs> we'll just see if I can stay awake long enough to see the new year come in today. So, yep, it is New Year's Eve, the last day of 2019. I can't believe the year is done. You know, what was I doing a year ago at this time? What were my thoughts? What was going on? I can't believe the year is gone. Um, What kind of things have happened over this year? Well, we've settled more into our new house. We've done more things around the farmstead. Um, it was, goodness, when was it? Uh, was it January or February? I started this podcast and this is now episode 220, uh, for this podcast. And boy, I never thought I'd, I was, I didn't know how many I was going to do it I was even going to Follow through with it, but it's it's uh, here we are at the end of the year, uh, and I seem to keep rambling about things. So <laughs> anyway, um, I hope that uh, you had you can look back on 2019 with favorable thoughts. I know that there's been a lot of folks that have gone through some struggles, through some tragedies, through some heartache. Uh, some are finding resolution uh, some it's it's just getting started. Um, I just had a uh, uh, message today from um, a cousin who uh, has a family member that's in very serious medical conditions um, so um, keep your prayers open for him for. Uh, for others that need your prayers uh, at this time. Um, you know, as we move into 2020, uh, gosh, that sounds weird to say it, doesn't it? I still, I, I hope, I've seen some some comments on it. Uh, I really hope that they have Barbara Walters uh, do the uh, the ball drop tonight in New York so that she can say, I'm Barbara Walters, and this is 2020. <laughs> I want to see that. That would be so cool. That would be fantastic. Even if they had, I don't know what her health is. I don't even, you know, if even if they had to have it just as an audio tape thing. I think that would be hilarious. That would be great. Um, but yeah, as we move into this new year, um, it's my my hope, my prayer. Uh, that you have blessings, that you have fruitfulness, that you uh, that you move forward with a positive sense of expectancy, that you uh, that you have that you have a good year. That that's my prayer for all of you as we go into the new year. Uh, that's kind of what this podcast is about, not specific. You know, specifically as far as the whole podcast, it's it's not just about you know 2020, but it's about it's about helping you in whatever way you need to to move forward in a positive way in your life. Uh, you know, that's that's what I do on a one-on-one basis is try to help inspire and encourage and and help guide people to make the positive changes in their life so their life is getting better and better each and every day. And that's what I, that's what I hope with, with this podcast, to be able to reach out to more people. I can't see all of you individually in the office, um, but maybe there's things that this podcast does, and I, I hope that is the case. So, well, let me jump into our continuation from yesterday. And uh, there was, what I'm going to do is kind of reread that meme. Uh, And if you missed yesterday, go back and listen to it, because I covered the first half. And I'm going to kind of cover the second half with, with my thoughts. So let me read the whole thing. If you want 2020 to be your year, don't sit on the couch and wait for it. Go out. Make a change. Smile more. Be excited. Do new things that's kind of where we stopped and it continues throw away what you've been cluttering. unfollow negative people on social media. Go to bed early, wake up early, be fierce. don't gossip, show more gratitude. do things that challenge you. Now in this second half that I want to cover today, it has uh, it starts with a couple of sentences that I think are, are, are pretty key, pretty important. You know, the, the first part is, you know, that we covered yesterday is get off your butt. Get off your butt and intentionally do new things. Intentionally do things to start making change. Well, those are the positive things. Now let's look here at some of the things that you need to discard. It's kind of like yesterday just dawned on me um in my last session of the day I was uh working with a person and i I came down to there was three words that uh that I wrote on the whiteboard and we talked about and uh it was it was I'm trying to think now what what exactly were the words <laughs> it was um um uh, Kind of along this same line. That's why I'm thinking about it and I'm just having a brain derailment. Um, But it was, you know, what are things, you know, what's something that you need to uh, keep? What's something that you need to get rid of? What's something you need to add? Because there's things in our life, if we want change, we need to keep. There's some things we need to get rid of. There's other things that we don't have that we need to add. So here we're looking at the get rid of, the purge. And that is throw away what you've been cluttering. So what's clutter? What is actually clutter? And so I looked up Miriam's uh Merriam-Webster's dictionary definition. And they've got two definitions that I think fit as far as nouns. Clutter can be is defined as a crowded or confusing mass or collection. So if we think of that in the actual sense of that term, do you got crap laying around your house? that you're not really doing anything with. Maybe it's papers. Maybe it's bills that you've paid already. Maybe it is uh, just assorted things that are clutter and you need to get rid of. That finally cabinet drawer that you haven't looked in for a while, but it's full. The stuff that you don't need. Is your is your house so full of things that it's unmanageable? Is your office or your workspace so full of things that it's unmanageable? I mentioned the other day that I've been working in the machine shed, decluttering it because it's not overly it's not very functional for me because there's too much stuff that I don't use. That I'm not going to use. And it's it's been a few years kind of coming to terms with some of that stuff. But when you get rid of the stuff that you're not using that you don't need, what does that allow you to do? It allows you freedom to do the things that you want to. I want to work on a couple of tractors this winter. I've got to create space for that. I need to bring in um, my mom's pontoon boat. But right now I've got clutter that I'm going through that's taking up space and here it is. We're we're on the last day of the year and I've still got to get that critter inside. Um, so the the problem that clutter does in your life, the physical clutter is it keeps you from doing stuff that you want to do or having the the space to uh, to not be having to, be distressed over you know you you've got you've got a house but if it's full of clutter you can't do anything with it the other definition is <clears throat> it's uh, it, it doesn't quite apply uh, to what we're talking about but I think we can pull a connection and it's it goes to actual radar it's interfering radar echoes caused by reflections from objects other than the target let me say that again. Interfering radar echoes caused by reflection from objects, as like things on the ground other than the target. If you work uh, like at an airport and you have a radar and you're wanting to see airplanes and have their exact location, their exact movement, well, that's all you want to see. You want to see what's important. But in radar, the clutter is the stuff that's on the ground that you're not wanting to see. That isn't what's important to you, but it's getting in your way of seeing the aircraft. Same way with uh, weather, with those Doppler radars. There's one out of Decatur, Illinois, that I see every now and then, and I haven't seen it for a while, so maybe they've cleared up some of the problem, but it looked like there was always weather over Decatur, but that's simply, it was ground clutter. You couldn't accurately see what was going on because of the clutter on the radar. And sometimes we've got stuff going on in our life that's clutter. Not necessarily the objects in our house or in our workspace, but maybe it's the, the, the issues or the problems or the drama from other people's lives That's, yes, we need to be concerned about. Yes, we need to pray for. Yes, we need to help out if we can. But when there's so much, we can't accurately see our own lives, can we? So sometimes the clutter we need to get rid of is the echoes, the radar echoes of other people's lives that don't necessarily apply to us in this given moment. And it keeps us from being able to focus on what's important to us. So, going back to the meme, throw away what's been cluttering. Yeah, get rid of it. Get rid of those things so you can focus. Get rid of those things so you have space to do work. Unfollow negative people on social media. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, if if you if you're like me, you use social media, and for me it's Facebook. I don't do any of the others. I've tried. I don't get it. Uh, I, I I get the Facebook concept, so that's what I use. Um, and I use it like an address book. And I imagine many of you do also. Because when I look at my friends list size, there's there's several hundred people there. And I don't necessarily have regular contact with the majority of them. I don't see, you know, Facebook doesn't let me see what's on their page in my newsfeed. Uh, they just give you the people you most interact with. Um, but I use it as an address book. And, and so I don't mind having... A lot of people, if they're people that I know, I'm not like a friend collector who tries to get more and more people on there. That's not my goal, I actually. I'm I'm getting more and more um, choosy about who I uh, add to my Facebook friends list. But some of those friends, some of those acquaintances, some of those high school buddies, college buddies, people from different parts of my life, they have a lot of negativity. Um, and whenever I would have that negativity come through my Facebook feed, it would aggravate me, or it would upset me, or it would draw me away from what was important. And I don't want to unfriend, I don't want to block these people, but I don't want to follow them. And you've got a feature where you can unfollow those people or you can give them a 30, take a 30 day break from that person. I do that 30 day break pretty frequently um, when there's too much negativity uh, because they're not necessarily close enough that I want to try to intervene with them and I don't want to get rid of them. They are a person that I want to keep, you know, in essence, in my address book. But I don't have to see their negativity or their drama on a regular basis. You can just unfollow them. That way it makes your Facebook feed much more positive, much more uplifting. If you want to check in on them, you can. So what this part of the meme is, is getting rid of the things that's getting in your way. Now, the meme wraps up with a few more sentences that give us some positive direction just like the first ones did. Go to bed early, wake up early. Why go to bed early? Well, for those of us who don't like staying up late, um, it gives us the opportunity to not get overly tired uh, and it gives us the opportunity to be more productive by getting up earlier. There's been different studies over the years that have been completed, uh, conducted, that show that the majority of people are not that productive late at night. Now, there's some, there's some that are that can be very productive. That, you know, if you're more of a night owl, but the time is not that. Effective or productive, staying up late, and it showed that it also shows that those who get up earlier, they're getting up and they're 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 capable of doing more productive kinds of things. That's why I tend to just do this podcast in the morning. Well, it's also called Morning Coffee with Larry, but I like doing it in the morning because it gets me up and gets me going, so I can have that productive time. Sometimes I will fake a recording, and (laughs) I actually do it the night before because I've got something that I have to do early in the morning. So, uh, But that doesn't happen very often. When it comes to evening time, I just want to wind down. I've had a lot of thinking during the day. It's not going to be very productive to try to do more things. So go to bed early. Wake up early. Be fierce. I don't think that this is meaning to be mean, but fierce. When you think of fierce, I think of, you know, that that lion that's chasing down the gazelle, is focused and is going after what it wants to go for. I think of that, you know, um, oh, what was the movie? Pretty Woman. And uh, the character that was the lawyer for, um, oh, who was the lead guy in that movie? Ah, I can't think of the name. But, you know, the the guy who was uh, George in uh, Seinfeld, his character as the lawyer, you know, he, he had a fierceness. He also didn't have a lot of morals and scruples. But when it came to, you know, you know, working for his his boss and and you know going for the kill you know in the business world you know he was fierce he just the lack of morals is what the problem was but think about if you have strong morals if you're following what's right then be fierce about it be passionate about it let your passion come out achieve the things that you want to achieve that's for good be fierce don't be you know, wimpy about it. Don't be like milk toast, you know, that's all soggy and, and it does, you know, you can't do anything with it. Um, get out there and work towards and achieve the things you want in 2020. Be fierce about it. Be determined about it. Don't gossip. I don't know if you've ever seen, um, Anne of Green Gables. It's a great movie set. Um, actually, one of my friends, Amy, she has the uh, the three movie set that was done several years ago. And and my son, I think I think my son Aaron was with me, and we drove out during like a snowstorm blizzard in order to borrow the third in the series so that we could watch it over Christmas. Um, but they, there's a new series of, about Anne of Green Gables and it's called Anne with an E uh, on Netflix. And the, uh, one of the recent episodes we saw, um, had to do with gossip. And Anne is saying, you know, she was trying to gossip to the new teacher that had come to town. And, uh, you know, just telling her the different things about all the different people, trying to get brownie points with the new teacher. And she told her, don't gossip. And and Ann's like, but what I'm saying is true. And she says, if I don't have a need to do something about it, if I can't do something, if I can't do something about it, if it doesn't apply to me, don't tell me. Because all that is is gossip. And it's real easy to get wrapped up into gossip and and I am guilty of that as, as much as anyone, you know, but I I strive not to. I strive not to. I don't I don't like people gossiping about me. I don't want to be a gossip. And what it does is simply it's pulling your attention from what you need to be doing into being a busybody about other people. And um it's a good habit to let go of. It, it's good to let go of gossip. Show more gratitude. Be appreciative of what you have. You have so much more than so many other people. I don't care who you are. If you live in the United States, you have so much more than other people, you know the um, there was a unfortunate Facebook debate that took place some time ago, and uh, because it tripped a trigger of mine, and it was you know just kind of a uh, us against them slamming of the one percent. And that, you know, that the 1% need to be kind of taken down. They need to be forced to give up what they have earned. And I was challenging that. And I said, well, you know what? You're in the 1%. Well, how can I be in the 1%? Because it depends on what you're defining the population as. Are you talking about the 1% of Americans? You know, as far as income, or are you talking about the 1% of the world? Because, based on the the statistics that I had found, if you have an income that is, I think, over $34,000 a year. Then you are in the top one percent of the world. Yeah. You're a one percenter. You can pick and choose. Well, I'm I'm not a one percenter in this country. Well, I'm not a one percenter of other things, but we need to be have a sense of gratitude on what we have. And, and what we receive. If you've got friends that are, you know, thankful for you, we should have a sense of gratitude towards that. If you have food on your table, you should be grateful for that. If you have a car, you should be grateful for that. Even if it's an an old beater. if you have a broke down car but you have a repair shop that's able to repair it. you should have you know be grateful for that. We just take things for granted and we don't realize the blessings that we have. If you have a former spouse, that is working with you even though you don't always agree but is working with you regarding your kids then you should be grateful for that the more we focus on gratitude the more positive light we see in our life. Oh, there's always plenty of negative. Well, what do you want to focus on, the negative or the positive? And when we're grateful, there often comes a sense of humility, a positive kind of humility with it. There's two more sentences, and I'm running short on time. Do things that challenge you. Do things that challenge you. There's a movie that I've really come to enjoy, called Pitch Perfect, and probably many of you have seen it. But there's uh, uh, there's there's one gal in in the movie, uh, a comedic character. I'm trying to think of her regular name in the movie. She goes by Fat Amy, and they're they're running up and down the bleachers in the gymnasium to you know build up their stamina. Um, uh, to uh, to be able to do all the choreography and stuff on stage, uh, you know, for their their show, and uh, the the uh, uh, character Fat Amy is laying on the bleachers rather than running, and she's lifting her leg up and down, and uh, the other character who's kind of the leader says, uh, what are you doing? And she said, oh, I'm doing horizontal cardio. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's not a challenge. <laughs> that's not a challenge for the typical person. Uh, it was definitely not a challenge for her. She wasn't going to uh, be strong enough to do the stuff that they were going to be doing on stage. And she makes reference to it later on in the movie. Um, if it's not a challenge, you're not going to grow. If it's not a challenge, you're not going to grow. Do things that challenge you. Do things that challenge you. Then, when you grow, when you learn, when you have success, wow, you've achieved something. That's one of the things that so many people are aggravated with, with these uh, participation trophies. That are you know almost equal to the winning trophies. You know what? It degrades that that idea of winning. And yes, there should be cooperation, but there also needs to be the challenge of success because that's how the world works. You know, so do things that challenge you, so you can have that kind of a successful feeling. And then finally, in larger letters on this meme, it says, "Be." Brave. Be brave. In the Boy Scout law, brave is one of the 12 points. Doesn't mean that you have to go out and do life threatening things in order to be brave. Brave is when you stand for what is right, what is true in the face of adversity. That's the way I typically define it. Being brave is standing up for what's right, what is true in the face of adversity. Right now, there's a variety of different ways, different kinds of adversity in in your life, in other people's lives. If you are in the right spot, and you know you are, stand your ground, be brave. Sometimes that bravery requires endurance. So, learn to endure learn to be brave. If you want 2020 to be your year, don't sit on the couch and wait for it. Go out, make a change, smile more, be excited, do new things, throw away at what you've been cluttering, follow ne- unfollow negative people on social media, go to bed early, wake up early, be fierce, don't gossip, show more gratitude, do things that challenge you, be brave. You do this little action-packed meme, and 2020 will be your year. That's it for today. Have a good one, people. Love y'all. See you next year. Bye-bye.